Alright guys, welcome to episode 148 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And this week we talk about the holdovers. Uh, we talk about Eli Roth's Thanksgiving. Um, we talk about uh, Harley Quinn, Doja Cat concert, uh, Demon Slayer, Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon. We, we go deep into the history <laughs> of the, the uh, bastard love child of ska music and Digimon. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Gen V, I don't know if I said that yet, but Hunger Games, Battle of Songbirds and Snakes, and then we, uh, we touch very quickly on Christmas movies that need to be watched, uh, but first. So, um, before we uh, before we get into anything, uh, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving just passed. So how was how was your Thanksgiving holiday? Yeah, it was good. It was good. We went down to uh, so usually we do um, uh, Thanksgiving with my wife's family just because it's easier to to do. My parents don't really do Thanksgiving. They don't do like a big meal, and our parents do, and so we we usually go and see them. But this time there was in Orlando because her uncle lives there, and it was good. Nice weather. Um, it kind of went by really. It felt like I was. It felt like I blinked my eyes and I was there and gone. Right, like I was gone and back. Mm-hmm. But it was good. It was a good time. And of course, the Cowboys win was nice. Um, yeah. It was nice because our. Um, so they were all sitting around and I'm, you know they're scoring. I'm just like, yeah, I'm trying to keep it low key, right? I don't want to make a fool of myself. So I'm just like, yeah, let's go. Like fist bumping, like yeah, cool. Brandon Cooks yeah. touchdown, cool. And it was never really in doubt, you know, or we were the favorites, so I was never yeah. like, oh my gosh. So I was like, yeah, go, okay, cool. Or uh, I think uh, what's his name. Uh, Pollard got touched. I was like, yeah, Pollard, let's go. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, toward the end, there's a pick. And I'm like, oh, pick. Interesting. Who is it? And I see it's Bland. And I'm like, oh my God. I jump out of my seat. I'm like, go, go, go. I'm like, because he, I think he had to beat like two guys. And I'm like, oh my God. Bro, he broke like three screaming. tackles. Like he, well, he, mm-hmm. I think he like juked one guy and got him into a block. But then yeah. he had to, like one guy hit him and he like spun off of it. And the other defender, like they hit mm-hmm. each other and he broke free. I was like, damn, yeah. I, he, he really worked for that last pick six. Like that wasn't exactly, one of those yeah. where you like catch it and it's just a fucking Pan- runway. Yeah, exactly. They just panicked. They're like, oh my God, are they slip or something? He was yeah. like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going full like Adrian Peterson out here. Um, and so I'm screaming. I'm like, oh my God, that's the record. That's the record. And they're like, oh, I mean, I, I was like, I, I, it was pure like lizard brain reaction. <laughs> when I realized it was him, I was like, oh my God, this is it. And the crazy thing is, is that uh, I think FanDuel or something had like a bet where you could put a 27 to 1 bet that he would get another one. And they even put in brackets like, he's had four, kind of being like, hey, idiots, give us your money. So if I would have yeah. just put down like 20 bucks, I would have made so much money. But I would have, I, I might have, you know, gone even crazier. But um, but yeah, Thanksgiving was good. How, how was yours? Good. Uh, most of the same, I went to my dad's house. Um, well, actually, we, we make the rounds. Uh, everybody lives within like an hour. So like, mm-hmm. we do Thanksgiving. Uh, like around lunchtime with uh, my wife's family. Then mm. uh, later in the afternoon, we head to my dad's house. Uh, my dad's a big Cowboys fan, so it usually ends up that we, like we watch the Cowboys game at, is while we're there. Um, mm. 
and then my mom she pushes hers back like two days so we did another like thanksgiving dinner with everybody on saturday um, oh, nice so yeah we we uh we, we got a few few spots to hit um is that uh I, I don't know my guess is that it is but mm-hmm. like is uh is is your parents not celebrating thanksgiving like a pretty standard uh cultural thing for you like mm. I, or do like all right with I, I don't know if this sounds racist do mexican people do mexican people normally celebrate thanksgiving like yeah so, some way? do i mean okay. you, you you can i mean we in the past we've done like meals and stuff or like if i've been there we'll do like a big meal but okay. like we don't really bring people together for it because it's more like Christmas, right? Because it's like, oh, well, Christmas is next month. Why would we make a big effort for it now? But, like, when I was in college, I would come home during Thanksgiving break and then we would, like, my mom would, she would never make, like, turkey and yams and, like, all that stuff. She would just make, like, a Mexican, like, a big Mexican meal. And the same thing, you know, we would, um, it was just us, and so we would, you know, she'd make a big, like a big meal, like you know, like a like a thing that takes like hours. It's like a stew that that has like a lot of ingredients, and it has to stew for like a long time. And so she would make that, and then we would watch the Cowboys game. So so it's more of like just the fact that Sydney's family does do it. So it's like, well, I don't want to make an effort to to be like, well, you know, this time here, this time there, especially because I think if we did live a little bit closer together, like if our parents lived here in Durham. We probably I'd be like, well, let's do kind of like what you guys do. Like, I'd be like, well, Sid, let's go have dinner on Wednesday. We can do an early one, and then we'll do it with your parents. But her parents live in Charleston, and then her uncle lives in Orlando. And so, you know, we're kind of more spread apart, so it's much easier to me to, for me to be like, well, you know, guys. Well, I did go see them on Monday, so, like, I did see them. But it's not like, um, you know, like you said, where it's like, my mom's like, no, we're not celebrating Thanksgiving in this house. You know, like that uh, kind of thing. Like, oh, uh, and I, I didn't mean like that. Like, I, Oh, I no, no, no. I'm it. saying like, yeah, just, yeah, we just don't... Um, yeah, we just never. It's never been like a huge one, but like for example, I mean, I mean, went, the the visual of Thanksgiving is you know Native Americans and some pale pale white pilgrims, and so I was like, Mexican <laughs> people don't really fit in there, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't, no, I don't yeah, know yeah. if they I mean, celebrate it. Do, and, yeah, yeah, I mean, like no, no. And so like even the, my parents. So my um, sister did her thing with her boyfriend, and my brother did the same. And then my parents actually went and visited family in Dallas. So it's like, it's okay. not really like a... It, we just go, oh, days off? Nice. Let's just do, like, our own thing or figure, you know. Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, all right. So that was, that was Thanksgiving. Like you said, got the, yeah. the good Cowboys win. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it really did go by fast, especially because, like, I was thinking about it, and I feel like I just watched... The Cowboys in person played the Panthers, and I'm like, wait, that was two weeks ago, and that like two football weeks ago, exactly, um, yeah. But I, I hey, Deron Bland got a pick in that one too. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, Thanksgiving was good. Um, so other than Thanksgiving uh, mm-hmm. itself, what have you been getting into? Yeah, so I have a you know some movies and um, some uh, TV shows, but I'll start with the big movie, and I think this is one that I think. I can universally recommend it, and it's The Holdovers. Um, so I don't know if it would be in Ashboro. It probably wouldn't. Actually, probably should check. I mean, maybe. I mean, there isn't really much out. I guess Hunger Games, that Wish movie, and maybe the Marvel still. But they might, they might come by. But I would say you guys, I think you and your wife would love... I mean, I think anybody would love this one. So this okay. is um, The Holdovers. It's directed by Andrew, Alexander Payne. And he did the movie Sideways like 20 years ago. Um, the Descendants with George Clooney, and then he did his first one of his first movies that was really big was Election with Reese Witherspoon, like almost like thirty years ago now. But Sheesh. and so it's a movie with uh, Paul Giamatti, and he's he's a uh, like a 
he teaches at a, in a kids like a boys boarding school in like the 70s and so it takes break it takes place over like christmas break and so it's about <clears throat> you know everybody leaves for break for like two or three weeks and it's about the kids who can't go for whatever reason like maybe their families are you know on holiday or they're you know one of the kids his dad is like on a business trip in Europe so he can't stay so basically it's about the like people who stay behind at this boarding school and over the christmas break and so Paul Giamatti plays the teacher who's like in charge of overseeing them and he's like so like a grumpy like you know you know like you know gives kids c minus you know kids these days they just don't understand the value of hard work kind of like grumpy yeah. you know like that sort of grumpy teacher thing um and of course the arc of the movie is that you know well, all the kids end up leaving for another reason, so it's just him, another kid, and the cafeteria lady. And so they, they you know, over the course of weeks, they bond, and they, you know, sort of get to know each other. And it's like, oh, wait, you're not who I thought you were. And he's like, wait, you're not who I thought you were. Like, that kind of thing, right? Right. But it does it so well. I think this is one that's, like, one of my favorites of the year. I think the way that they slowly peel back who he is is so genius, where even, like, with... 10 to 15 minutes to go or maybe 20 minutes to go in the movie you learn like a new thing about him every single time and i think it works so well because you never you're not confused about why he is the way he is like it's never like oh gosh like this movie's teasing me like i want to know but they just you know you're like oh it's a teacher and you're kind of like the kid you're like oh it's this grumpy teacher oh wait is this oh oh okay that makes sense that makes sense and it doesn't feel like if you didn't know that information, the movie doesn't feel like it's, you know, leading you on. But now that you know it, it makes it better. And same thing with the kid. The kid is all, he's so good. Um, I don't think he's ever had a movie role before, but he plays like, okay, like a young punk really, really well. And the movie is just so good. Like, I was texting my friend uh, Andy. I was like, dude, you got to go see it. Like, I kind of want to go see it again. And it's a drama. Like, it's not even like a fucking, like an Avatar or Avengers movie, right? Like, the ones that actually, you know, I go see in theaters multiple times. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, like, if you get to see, if you get a chance to see it in Ashboro, I 100% recommend it. I know your dad said, and you said your dad watches a lot of movies. I don't know if he's heard of it, but I think, it, I can't imagine who wouldn't like it, right? Like, it's got a 90-something percent on tomatoes, which means that, you know, there's a percentage of people who didn't like it. Like, I can see you maybe not liking it a lot, right? Being, like, a 59% in your mind for whatever reason. But right. there's no way I can see a person watching this and being like, oh, this fucking sucks. Or, like, oh, God, I'm just not connecting at all. Um, It was so good. It was so good. And I, and, I, and I watched it, you know, I think, like, one or two days after we recorded it. And I've just been thinking about it ever since. Like, even though i watched other movies, I've been like, God, the holdovers, that was so good. And it's a great like, Christmas movie. I think it'll be a nice, like, a new Christmas classic going forward. Good deal. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's The Holdovers. Uh, yeah, The it's, Holdovers. It's not currently showing in Asheboro, so uh, mm-hmm. it looks like Greensboro and Burlington are the closest places for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it's playing Burlington. You know, I would think that it'd be like, you know, like Greensboro, Raleigh, Charlotte. But I'm glad that, you know, there's like you know, Burlington, maybe Salisbury, like other cities are getting it. Because I think... It's really, it's really really good, and I hope people um, give a chance to give it a chance to uh, you know find it and and um, you know really enjoy it. Uh, also, but, it's got uh, a ninety six yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. And yeah, so I just can't. I don't understand what the four percent would be like. I can, like I said, I can see them being like, I can see why it's good. And, you know, at the end, it just kind of like you know a couple things just broke the wrong way. I just can't see somebody would be like that movie was terrible. Like you know, I got sometimes <laughs> you see the little blurbs of the rotten ones, and they're yeah. like you know, it's sloppy editing and pay, blah 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 blah. 
Um, but uh, yeah, that's the holdovers. That's the first movie, and then um, I'll talk about um, the other Thanksgiving movie since you know okay. it's time for Thanksgiving, and it's Eli Roth's Thanksgiving. So, have I mentioned this movie on here before about I, the fake trailers during Grindhouse? Yeah, yeah, I think I remember this. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, uh, Jesus, sixteen years ago, sixteen years ago, uh, Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino made two movies and they smashed them together and made called the Grindhouse. It was three hours and it was a commercial flop. Like nobody went to see it. Yep. And <laughs> I haven't seen them. I've heard that Robert Rodriguez's movie is like a fun zombie movie and then Quentin Tarantino's movie, which he counts as his as like a movie out of one of his ten, is pretty good. I've heard it's pretty good, but I've never gotten a chance I've to see it. I've seen Death Proof, I've not seen Planet Terror. Planet Terror is the Rob uh, Robert Rodriguez one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Death, okay. Death Proof Death Proof is pretty good. I think I, I now all right. And the thing, my problem with Planet Terror is, I just can't get over like I'm trying to think how I want to put this. I I just like if I don't if something seems campy to me and I'm not sure if the movie realizes it is mm-hmm. like even off of a trailer like I, I I struggle with it. So like. There's the scene of her like running with the gun as a leg oh, and then, like mm-hmm. jumping and shooting, and I'm like, this shit seems so stupid. And, and like, I'm like, and... I don't, I'm like, I don't know if, I don't know if they're in on it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if mm-hmm. when they're making this movie, like this shit's like not stupid, but like you know what I mean. I wonder if they're like, wow, it's wild over the top, um, and they're yeah. in on it. But I couldn't tell if they were from the trailer, and so like in my head, I'm like, I don't want to watch this movie. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> But the death proof I one I thought was it, pretty good. Yeah, I can see that because it, it definitely has that sort of same vibe that that Machete movie has, and um, from dusk till dawn, or I guess the second half of. From okay, dusk yeah. Till so dawn. That, I've never seen uh, Machete with uh, Danny Trejo. Never mm. seen it, but uh, I've ne- and I've never seen uh, from dusk till dawn. But I also know that's another one that is. Basically, the first half is Quentin Tarantino, and the last half yep. is Robert Rodriguez. And yeah, I, mm. everybody I know is like that movie's so good. And then like, like everybody I know thinks it's good, but then like, I feel like fifty, sixty percent of the people, maybe more than that, are like, but shit just gets out of hand at the end. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I mean, and not it, in a and not in a like, oh, it was cool way. It's like, oh, this movie was cool. It gets out of hand, though. You know what I mean? Like, like it's not. It it's, does. It doesn't make it a bad movie, but like, we shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I think it. I think the one thing that prevents it from going off the rails is that they have George Clooney, like a young George Clooney, and he's like awesome in it. You know, he's oh, like, okay. he's like, um, who can I say? He's like, oh gosh, he's like, a, he's you know, charming, charismatic, but he's like one of the bad guys, right? He's got tattoos on his neck, and he's like, and he's got like a preacher who's he's uh, holding hostage, and the preacher's played by uh, Harvey Keitel. So it's like, okay. there's like actors who are really good who sort of keep it from sort of just flying away. Um, but no, yeah, from dusk till dawn is great. Um, yeah, some of the stuff at the end is a little wacky, like the stuff that happens with the vampires and like, yeah. Yeah, it goes. It, yeah, it's like it's like one of those I watched when I was a kid. It's like baby's first horror movie, right? Like one of those you're like, whoa, that's crazy! Like I can't believe we saw like this guy got his head blown off, and then when that happened, like another rat head popped out, right? Like, it, <laughs> but you know, it's like. So um, I've never, like I said, I've never seen it, and I you mentioned vampires. I I can't remember. I could be wrong, but I feel like one of my friends told me that like vampires aren't even a thing until the end, or are they a thing all the way through? 
Oh no no it's it's like it's like it's like I don't know if it's right down the middle. I think it's like a little bit after halfway point. Maybe just I don't remember exactly, but it's like. But but do we think the like, vampires were almost entirely a Robert Rodriguez creation? Like do no, you think? I, I think <laughs> okay. I think from the start they I think them two probably were like wouldn't it be so cool if we made a movie where the first half you know you're going one way and then it's like one hundred it's like a genre thing right right um. I don't know how they concocted it. I mean, Robert Robert Rodriguez has the only direct. He's you know, he has the only um, what's it called credit as directing. I think Quentin Tarantino directing it. I think is just like a, it's like a, uh, it's sort of like a hush hush kind of thing. Yeah, like yeah, for yeah, example, yeah. for the longest time, the uh, um, Coen Brothers they couldn't put the something about the DGA rules. You couldn't put two people on the directing by, so it would always be directed by Ethan Coen or directed by Joel Coen and then written by the two of them. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. so the screenplay is by Quentin Tarantino, and then yeah, Robert Rodriguez directs. But I've always heard that the first half is directed by okay um, Tarantino. So I yeah uh, yeah. I feel like another one I heard like that, and it, this is a little different. But I heard that like uh, Tombstone, Kurt Russell directed like part of Tombstone. Basically, like he kind of took over some directing sections of that movie, mm-hmm. and he's obviously uncredited as that. Because there's a oh, yeah. main director. Yeah, I've heard that about um, Training Day. That there was a part where Denzel took over for a little bit. So it's like... Oh, okay. You know. Um, Bro, stop it. Hold on. I just... I clicked Robert Rodriguez. I was just looking to see what other movies he made. And I don't know if this is... Hold on. Please let this be... Oh, my God. Stop it. All right. In pre-production... By Robert Rodriguez, that he's a producer on. I guess he's not directing. He's a producer on. Is Machete Kills in Space? Stop it! Stop it! We're doing a Machete. Oh, he is the director, bro. Stop. It. I remember I liked the first one, and the second one was just too trying too hard to be wacky. Then I was just like, okay, all right, like I don't, I don't know if I want to listen, oh, but um, yeah, but um, what was I saying? But anyway, yeah. So so they made that movie. And then in the middle, they had a bunch of directors make little trailers for upcoming movies. And one of them was like um, Edgar Wright made one called like Don't. And then what were the other fake ones? Oh, uh, there was like a Nicolas Cage like a vampire or maybe Frankenstein movie. And then there was like another one. But the the most the one that, that that sort of hit or the one that was like cultish following was Eli Roth, who did uh, Hostel and Cabin Fever. And um, so he did one called Thanksgiving. And it was mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, like, uh, I'm sure I've talked about it on here before, but it's like kind of like um, like a killer Santa, but like for Thanksgiving, right? Like this, this year, there will be no leftovers, you know? It's like a guy, I'm a guy dressed up as like a pilgrim, and he goes around killing people and slashing people and stuff. Um, And so the the I remember watching that trailer, like, right, like 2009, and be like, wow, that's awesome. And it was it's gory, and it's fucking mean, and it's, and it's actually, there's like a couple funny lines in the trailer. It's just like two or three minutes. And I'm being like, wow, that'd be so cool if they actually made it. And so then they finally, like, after 10 years, they finally made it. And the movie itself, I think, is fine. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I think it's, it's, if you look at it on Rotten Tomatoes, it has like an 80-something percent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say like eighty five, maybe. Okay. Um, let me see. Like eighty two, and I think that that's a little high. But I also think that it's one of those things where 
if you took this movie and you put it in 2002, like, you don't change a thing. You just literally rip it out and put it in 2002. It would have, like, a 20% or a 30%. I just think people's opinions about horror have changed so much that we are inundated with that sort of elevated horror stuff, like, you know, like, uh, The Babadook and... um, Hereditary. Hereditary um, and... And Midsummer and stuff, and like really heady and really good mo- horror movies. That I think the idea of just a typical slasher is welcome, and I think people go, "Oh my gosh, it's like a nice foil, like a change of pace." For it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a nice change of pace because you know, I was as I was watching, I was like, "This is exactly like those movies, like from like 2010." There was like one called like My Bloody Valentine, and it's like those movies where like. The movie starts, you meet some people, a tragedy happens, one year later, people start dying, and it's like, who did it? You know, it's like, and then you, it turns out it's like, it's somebody who was hurt, or, you know, lost somebody in that original accident. I think, you know, like, I think My Bloody Valentine was like, it was like a bunch of miners, and they went down under, and they all died, except for one. You know, they never found the body, oh, like that kind of thing. (laughs) And this is that, right? And I think the kills are, are, uh, they're fun, um... The movie, you know, some of the, like, there's, like, a character, it tries to be, like, a scream, right? Where you're, like, anybody can be, everybody is a suspect, you know. That guy has a motive, everybody has a motive. But the movie isn't as sharp as something like Scream. So there's, like, a boyfriend who is, like, oh, that guy, that guy has a, he has a motive, he's a suspect. And then, like, in the last, like, act and a half, he just disappears. Like, you see him, like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna be in the, I'm gonna be in the, um, in the parade. And then he goes in the parade, and then he, like, you don't see him again until the very, very end. And you're, like... Oh, so where did he go for like the whole third act when it was the climax? <laughs> like, right. So the movie's not as tight as like that Rotten Tomato score would lead you, would lead you to um, believe. Um, but yeah, it's a fun time. I think I can definitely see myself watching this next Thanksgiving, especially because other than uh, planes, trains, and automobiles, there isn't really like a Thanksgiving movie, right? Like, right. There, there really isn't one that you go. This is like Thanksgiving time. You know, usually if there is Thanksgiving, they sort of snowball it into uh, Christmas, Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. If, I mean, especially now that it's what it's you know, 27th, it's past Thanksgiving. You don't have to go see it in theaters. I think, you know, there's the holdovers is better. I think, um, you know, there's a bunch of other movies that are out. Hunger Games, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. That's better. So like, you don't have to go see it, but definitely keep it on your radar for next year. Kind of like how, oh, you know, um, last year I talked about that David Harbour movie. What was it called? Violent Night, right? Where he plays yep. Santa, right? And I feel like this is the exact level of goodness of, like, movie, where I'm like, you don't have to watch, like, literally no human should watch this other than in the season that it's in. (laughs) It's not amazing, like, it's not, it's, the the idea of it is much better than what it ended up being, I think. Right, okay, Um, yeah. Especially based on the the trailers, uh, the the original trailer, which I think could have been really great, but I think... I can definitely, so the, the, if you watch the trailer, it's like, it's not even like a real trailer, it's just like little scenes of like, um, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like little scenes where people get killed, and it's like, yeah, it's like, right, come hold, on, so, And when we say trailer, are we talking about the In the Grindhouse trailer, or are we talking oh, yes, about yeah, like, yeah, sorry, the yeah, actual yeah, the fake trailer, one, the are those even separate? Are those those different things? Like, is there a real yeah, trailer yeah, yeah. now that's different? Okay. Yeah, yeah, so that's, yeah, it's just, like, an inspiration. Like, there's some kills that are similar, or some, like, little things, but for the most part, it's, like, its own separate thing. Okay. And the movie, it, that movie had, like, a like a sort of, like, that sort of 70s, like, grindhouse, like, the film's, like, you know, like, it looks yeah. dirty. This one looks very clean, very, like, you know, 2023 okay. or whatever. Um, When you watch that, 
and you see sort of how the kills happen, you see this sort of meaner streak where the movie could have been a much meaner movie and much dirtier, but then you can see why you why somebody would not want to do that because nobody wants to watch that for an hour and a half. Like if you're trying to make a fun slasher, right, right, exactly. Nobody wants to watch that sort of level of meanness. Um, and if you do, then it becomes something like a like a not a snuff film, well, a fake snuff film, right? Like a, all right, so I, uh, all right, so I've never seen any of his movies. I just this is the vibe I get from, but basically like Rob Zombie movies. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. Like all those, like the what is it? The, the House, House of a Thousand, Thousand Corpses. Corpses, and like uh, the one with the clown. There's you see those clowns with those makes up makeup ones. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that yeah. old man with the beard, and like me, like the idea of watching any of those, I'm just like, I just don't. I just I'm okay. They look very sticky and and like smelly and sweaty movies. Like yep. I don't want to. <laughs> that is right? the perfect. If you look at the cover, uh, if you look up right now, House of a Thousand Corpses. If you remember what the cover of it looks like, it's like not nah, yeah. Like, hot, sweaty, sticky, definitely visually what I would describe that as. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, yeah, like, there's like a, yeah, it's just like, no, thank you. And what was, oh, The Devil's Rejects, that was the other one. The Devil's like, Rejects, that's right. Yeah, like, I'm eh, okay. Like, I don't, it's like, they're like, I think they're white trash and stuff. So, but, so I can definitely see why they would veer away. Because the, that trailer is very brutal, and you, you, you and, and, uh, I guess spoilers for an extremely graphic scene of violence, or I guess trigger warning or something. In 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 this Thanksgiving in this movie, movie or the and in, the, in the trailer and in, okay. in both sort of. Oh, okay. So, so also the, the the that first trailer, it's like three minutes, but like it's very horny, like it, or it's very sexual. But then this movie has like no sex at all. You know, that's like the one big right. difference I think I noticed. That, so, that like, tracks, for example. Though. That, like yeah, that kind of, like that back then, that would be a thing that played. And exactly, like now yeah, yeah. Move past that. Yeah. Right, so there's like one where they're like in a in a convertible, and it's like a guy, football, you know, it's a cl- football player wearing a Letterman jacket. And he, right. she's like, she's like, hey, get ready, honey. And she like spits out her gum and she starts to like go down on him, and he like leans back. And then she like goes up to touch his face, and his head is missing, and his blood, mm-hmm. and she's like, ah! And then his head gets dropped in her lap, like that kind of thing, right? But there's right. no sort of like sex in this one at all. And so, um, Another one, so this is the graphic one. So, and I can also, like, what I mean by the meanness one is this. So, in the trailer, in the fake trailer, there's, like, you know, like, everybody, you know, their voiceover's like, everybody's coming to dinner, and there's not going to be any leftovers. And then there's, like, a girl and a guy, and they're in a gym, and she's jumping on a trampoline, and she takes her top off. And you're like, oh, my gosh. And then she, like, takes her panties off, and you're like, oh, and she's jumping on the trampoline. And then... He, the guy, like gets he like a, a glove grabs his face, oh, and takes him away, and then she does a split in the air, uh-huh. and a knife comes through the trampoline, oh, and she man. lands mm. on the knife, right? You go, God. you're right. God, that's painful. In this trailer, there's a scene, or in this movie, in the, the one now, there's a scene where they the girl goes, hey, come here, come to the gym, and there's a trampoline. And I was like, oh my god, are they about to fucking do that kill? Oh my god! I literally was like, sort of like not looking around, but I was like, I wanted to hear like the reaction. <laughs> and so she starts jumping, and she takes her panties off, and I was like, Oh my god, they're gonna do it! And the guy gets his head snapped. Same thing. I'm like, Oh my god, they're about to do it! And she's doing splits in the air, but then she like, you know, is jumping, and then the knife comes through, and then it just like, um, she lands like 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 it cuts like some of her foot, and then she like falls down. She's like, Ah, my foot! Ah! And uh. then. <laughs> The knives keep coming through and, like, stab her in the back. And she just, it, like, you don't see it stabbing her back. She goes, oh, and there's, like, blood coming out of her mouth. And then that's it. Yeah. That's the kill. 
And I, I told my friend afterward, I was like, there is 100% chance they filmed the original scene and oh, that one. Yeah. And they tested it with audiences, and they recoiled. They <laughs> said, I like, do not like that. God. They're like, my God, I do not like that. The movie's great. Don't show me that trampoline sequence ever again. Um, <laughs> and in, in the movie, in that movie, in that feels like the movie at large, where I'm sure there were some sequences that may be a little bit meaner, maybe probably had, probably left a bad taste in people's mouth that literally were replaced by something maybe a little bit less graphic or a little bit less... I, I, I just imagine Eli Roth filmed this whole movie, right? Directed the whole thing. And then as they're showing it in set screenings, every, like, wildly aggressive thing, like, people mm-hmm. are like, oh, don't show me... And, like, every time he's like... <laughs> Turn it like, down. No, 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 cut this. <laughs> like, like I want, I want the Snyder cut of that where it's just like super brutal. And he's like, "This is what I wanted to show you," but this everybody hated you, yeah. it. <laughs> People landing on knives. Um, and there's a couple of other things that are sort of that you, if you watch the trailer and then you watch this, you go, "Oh, I get it. I see. Right? Like, like somebody, right? Like, and so that's the whole movie at large, right? Mm-hmm. Where you see where it could have been." something really fucking like gnarly and mean but it wasn't but then you also go oh yeah right this has to be a movie that makes money for people right and that's that's it's the same sort of thing that happened with the movie it have you ever seen the movie it no with the clown one so which, it was originally which, uh is there only am i stupid is there only one film adaptation of this well there's like a tv one with uh, tim okay. curry like 30 years ago 40 years ago okay and then I think that was like a TV movie that they put out in VHS. Because I remember I used to see the, 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 the cover. And it's like Tim Curry as the clown. And the, but he has like demon hands. He has like uh, monster hands. Okay. Um, and so they made one in 2017. And then they made part two, I think, in 2019 with adults. Yep. Um, but anyway, so the first one, it, it, if you watch it, they're very. it's a very conventional. It's like it has a good look to it. It, 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 it has a... It looks like it was made by somebody competent. But it was originally going to be made by somebody... A little bit better, but I think it would have been much more of a artsy movie, whereas the one we got now is much more of a public, like a you know, like a general audience movie. And I feel like that's the case with this, where if they, you know, you, you go, dude, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? We're like, well, you know, this has to be for movies that we put. You know, it has to be a movie that we put in right. two thousand theaters, right? So even if even though it has like extremely graphic violence, there is a limit to sort of things that are in bad taste. Um, Real quick, so um, the first it uh, who directed it? Who uh, it was Andy Muschietti. Okay, and who was supposed to direct it? Do you remember? Uh, Corey Joji Fukunaga, and he did um, he did a, a James Bond movie, but before then he did like really he did True Detective. He did the first season of True Detective. Oh, okay. Actually, and... now that you say this, I remember this. Like, I remember people. I remember like I think the first one was pretty well liked by most people. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, but I, I, do mean remember, I like it, right? I do remember feeling like I saw people saying, like, God, I wish I would have seen the, like, the version that the other guy was right. originally working on, because it's like, like you said, I think it's less, like, generic and more, like... Uh, it could have been something, right? It could have yeah, been, yeah. like, an, an, it, it was been a swing. It's like we talked right, about right. with uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, which is, like, it's, it's a much milder version of that, but we're, like... They they didn't just stick to what Marvel movies look like now. Like he decided to take it in a direction, which is like exactly. not really what ended up happening with these movies we're talking about. Exactly right, right, right. It's the difference between I'm trying to think of somebody who's like the the poor man's version of that, and I can't think of one where it's like 
like, I guess Adam McKay, you know, he does, like, Anchorman stuff. Yeah. So, like, the difference between, like, something, like, a movie he would make and a movie, like, the Coen brothers would make, right? Where, like, there's just a certain level of talent that some people or some directors just can't quite reach. Or even more specifically, you could probably say most of Adam McKay's catalog versus, uh... The big short. Like, like right, just... exactly, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he peeked through, he saw the sun, and was like, whoa, what the fuck? Um, and, and so it's like that, right? It's like um, a Guy Ritchie movie and a Quentin Tarantino movie. They're like the same thing, right. except one guy knows what he's doing. So it's like that. So, yes, but, but you know, sometimes you need to have that lower level one so that it makes, I think it made like $700 million, right? And it's still enjoyable, but you could have had something truly great. And I think that's the case here where, you know, people go, I don't want to see that violence. I want to see goofy violence, but I don't want to see the explicit (laughs) violence that you, that, that is in the trailer. I don't want to be uncomfortable. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, definitely. It's like the, uh, a more modern version, I guess, um, of like what it's not doing is, uh. I think either of the more recent uh, Evil Dead movies, which are very like, nah, bro, like she's just gonna be licking the mirror with her tongue, cutting it straight down the middle. There's the more mm-hmm. recent one where it's like there's just like legitimately unsettling, like gory stuff, and we're mm. not sugarcoating that at all. Like this is not yeah. that. This is like, all mm-hmm. right, we're just gonna make something that people like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's in the end, but the same thing with it. We're like. I came out of it like being like that was fun, right? Whereas I feel like if I would have gotten the real, real version, like right, like the true, like show me what you really got version, I would have come in there like, what the fuck, like why did I watch that? What, what is wrong with people? <laughs> oh, how man has fallen! <laughs> exactly, it's like this is this what happens. When... <laughs> this is what happens when Christian culture is not at the forefront of society. <laughs> exactly. We need more puritanical values. <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh man. But, but yeah, um, so yeah, that's Eli Thanksgiving. Rocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, what have you been getting into or uh, watching? All right. So let's see. I guess uh, mine's not going to be a whole lot of uh, much, but um, I I got Crunchyroll, so I've been kind of like binging stuff that's on there that I had watched and just haven't kept up with and trying to get caught up again since now I have a way to actually watch it all. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> you remember last time we talked, we talked about how Crunchyroll, like the the um, the subtitles issue, like yeah. it's just straight up worse than the company they took it from. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Another thing, this is not like, I haven't, there's not, it's not because there's a better version somewhere else that got, like, absorbed. But, like, God, their app just kind of sucks. Like, like it just, (laughs) like, it just runs kind of shitty. And, like, stutters randomly sometimes. And I, like, maybe it's my TV, but none of the other apps on my TV do it. And, like, when you Google Crunchyroll, people are like, wow, this app fucking sucks. (laughs) So, like, you'll be good. And the other thing is, it's, it's like, if you watch, like, all right, so this is more just an anime thing in general. So I was talking to my wife, and uh, we might have mentioned this before, but, like, my problem with watching, like, anime shows is they're always, like, a tight 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which means I spend more time watching them than if, like, like if you gave me a movie, and you're like, two-hour movie, I'd be like, all right, like, I gotta really, like, patch it. I'll, I'll watch two hours of 20, I'll watch six 20-minute episodes, no problem. Like, like it, it's just like, it's just like, oh, yeah, like, and then you're done, you're like, sure, I can do another 20 minutes, you know what I mean? Like, right, as right, opposed to, like, can, I, can I commit to two hours right now? <laughs> right, you look at the clock, and you're like, yeah, I could do 20, right? Whereas you, you could have been like, I could have been watching a movie the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Um... So, so there's that. Uh, but anyways, like four episodes in is when the app starts to like shit itself. I don't understand. Like the first three episodes are going to run flawlessly. No problem. The longer you're in, like all of a sudden it's going to stutter. Uh, uh, voices are going to get desynced and you're like, okay, time to restart my TV and like mm-hmm. fucking pull it back it's up. It's like, we can only handle three, right? It's like, they, they're, <laughs> like they're trying to get you hooked on a drug. They're like, we got, you know, the first one's free, bro. And then you have to pay. <laughs> exactly. Um, so anyways, that, uh, I... I don't know if I mentioned it before, but I caught up on that uh, that Fire Force show. Uh, I might have been mm-hmm. near yeah. the end, but either way, I'm caught up on it. And then I was sitting there thinking, uh, I tried to watch a show that like I had seen back then had just started, and it's still going. So I was like, oh, maybe it's good. Um, and I've, I've seen people say it's great, called Dr. Stone, and I fucking hate it. I watched one episode, and I'm like, good on that. Um, it's just, it's it's so over the top. Um, like, you know how people joke about the, like, uh, have you seen a, R, what is it, RDC, where they do, like, the anime type videos? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So, so the, he'll make fun of it, but it's, like, the most version of that. And I think it's doing it tongue-in-cheek, but it's so annoying to listen to that I can't even, like, deal with them knowing it. But this guy's like, well, you see, in 3,000 years, I could tell that by the fucking blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, I'm good. Uh <laughs> mm-hmm. So so I couldn't watch that. And then I was like, oh, Demon Slayer. I watched that uh, for a while. We even went to see that movie in theaters. So yeah. um, I watched like the last two episodes of season one uh, just to get like, just figure out exactly what was going on again. Um, mm-hmm. Then there's the movie and then there's season two and season three. Or maybe it's season three and season four. And the reason I say that is because there's a season two, but it's literally just the movie plus one sh- like episode to preface the movie that's not in the movie. Um, mm, okay. So with that being said, um, and I watched I watched it in episode form uh, again just because it's been a while and that's like the most recent thing I'd seen. So um, the the extra episode. Is, is like, fine. It gives a little more insight into the character that is basically going to be the main character for the movie. Or the second most important character in the movie. So, it's worth watching, I would say. So, you watch that. But then what I would say is that if you're going to watch it and you're not sure whether you want to watch the episodes of the movie. Um, again, it's exactly the same. I think it functions better as a movie. Which is surprising. Like, I feel like generally it's the other way around, right? Like, we, we talk about things that people make into movies and you're like, this would have functioned better if, like... We just treated this like uh, like TV episodes, but ultimately, I think this one works better as a movie. Um, so, if you're if anybody here would watch it, I would say watch that one episode and mm-hmm. then watch the movie, um, as opposed to having the breaks in it. Um, yeah, I think yeah, I think it, it's it's like synonymous with that sort of thing where it's like, well, you see, we're making a limited series, but it's not six episodes; it's six hours of a really long movie. I'm like, I, that's not that's. Right, they're not right, the same right. thing for a reason, right? Like there, right. this there's like reasons why movies are paced in a certain way and they're shaped in a certain way is because they're not TV shows. 
you know, TV shows are not just like, well, 20 minute chunks of a movie because then they don't have, they don't stand alone as individual episodes, right? Right. Um, right. There's a really interesting experiment happening right now on Hulu where uh, Boz Lerman, I think about 13 years ago, he spent like $150 million or maybe 175 It's like one of the most expensive movies ever made on a movie called Australia about like the 1920s or 30s in Australia. And it had a Hugh Jackman and Nicole Kidman. And it was like, uh, had a bunch of delays and it eventually just kind of limped it to the to movie theaters and i think it has like a 50 or 60 percent like it just basically just came out and people were like eh, you know it's fine it is what it is um and so you know movie came and went but then i think this this fall he like went back and re-released it as a different oh god what was it called? it's called like faraway lands like a different title and then just split it up over six episodes and added a bunch of mo- stuff that he deleted. So basically, he took this old movie that didn't work and was like, maybe it'll work as a limited series. And so I just think that's so interesting. It's like kind of like how you're saying where, like, you know, you maybe Australia, even though it wasn't great, maybe some things are just meant to be watched as movies and some things are just meant to be watched as, you know, 20-minute TV shows. Yeah. So this one, like I said, I just think it works. I think it works great as a movie. Um, and And it's, they didn't... Uh, my guess is you can tell they just kind of like chopped it up to make it in episodes for people that didn't want to commit to watching a movie. Um, which, you know, fuck it. That, that's the best of both options, right? Well, like, if you if you want to watch it as a show, you can watch it as a show. If you want to just watch the movie, you can do that. Um, mm-hmm. So watch that. And then uh, there, there's two more seasons. Um, one thing I like that this does, and it's like... Actually, I, I don't know why I like it. Honestly, it's kind of... I don't know that it even matters in any significant way. But, like, uh, you'll you'll see, like... Uh, Alright, so Dragon Ball Z, you know Dragon Ball Z, right? You know generally yeah, yeah. things that happen in that. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you're watching Dragon Ball Z, you're just watching Dragon Ball Z. But now that Dragon Ball Z is done, you're like, okay, you have the Saiyan arc, which is when Vegeta and fucking... Or, yeah, and Raditz and Nappa all show up. You got... The Cell arc, you got the Boo arc, you got the Androids arc. You know what I mean? Like, you got all these sections, Mm -hmm. right? Um, This one does, like, it it literally says, I don't know about the first season, but the second season slash the movie is just called, like, the the Mugen Train arc. And then, like, Mm -hmm. the third season's called the Entertainment District arc. And then the fourth season's called, like, um, the Swordsmith's Village arc. Um, But, like, I guess the thing that I, I think... Them chopping it up in that way, I think the thing that I enjoy about it is um, they don't have to do any, like, weird connecting tissue to, like, branch one thing to the next. Like, I feel like there's a lot of, like, dead episodes, right? Where you're just like, nothing's really happening. We're just spending time with the characters just to show that, like, time passes and, you know what I mean? Now we're doing something else. Um this is just like, nope, we're just doing a different thing now. Now, it's obviously connected. Like, it'll mm-hmm. be like, such such happened, and then, you know, uh, two years went by, these basic things happened, and now we're here. And you're like, cool. So, I, I think it cuts out a lot of that, and it keeps everything tight, kind of like we talk about, uh, is, is nice for movies. It does that mm-hmm. in, in a show form. So, um, I, I, yeah, I think it's great. So, that's, uh, that's Demon Slayer, Thanks. I'm Caught Up. Uh, I know they're doing more. I, it's too popular at this point to stop, I think. Um, yeah. I mean, I remember the movie. When the when you went to see the movie, like, there were articles about how, like, it made a bunch of money. Like, yeah, it was, like, bad. the biggest anime movie since Pokemon. And, like, uh-huh. and the oh, thing yeah, is, like, yeah. we and we were, like, 
Pokemon was different. Like, we can't even, like, we can't no, even yeah, compare. Yeah, that was, like, a whole different thing. There were fucking trading cards, bro. There were video games. Like, yeah, and that was, like, the Beatles, that shit was the right? That was, like, a cultural <laughs> zeitgeist thing. Um, it's a touchstone of the 90s. Um, yeah, um, I also know the, the Dragon Ball Z movies, they make a bunch of money, too. Like, every now yeah. and then I see one uh, comes out in theaters. Even though it's limited, their per-theater average is ridiculous. Like, it's really? it's, um, it's a big uh, cash... Those always throw me off, like, because, I mean, uh, if I'm just being a nerd, I know that none of those are considered, like, what actually happens in the show. Like, like, nothing in any of the movies, except for maybe the more recent ones, because I'm just not sure. But I know, like, all Mm -hmm. the movies that happened when Dragon Ball Z were happening, they're just movies. Like, they're not, they don't, they don't, they're not canon, they haven't, like, really happened. Nowhere in the show will they ever mention anything that happened in any of the movies, (laughs) Was it, yeah, because I remember I used to see all those movies like VHS, like Brawly and yeah, Cooler. All, like, and then Broly, Broly's whole like, character doesn't exist. Like, really. I mean, I think they brought him back now in the more recent one because he was such a fan favorite. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, in he came out. There were, like, four of those fucking movies with him in it during yeah. the Dragon Ball Z era. And Dragon Ball uh-huh. Z does not mention him once. <laughs> yeah. Same thing with Cooler. They're like, it's like Freezer, but it's Cooler. Get it? Cooler. Like, like, oh, cool. like, and and then I'd watch the show and I'd be like, wait, so where does Cooler come in? Like, does he like? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, how's this motherfucker in here? Why? Have I... yeah, Why is nobody talking about him? <laughs> Which is, I mean, that's a pretty cool way of doing it. Where like, you know, it'd be cool to have that in like, I'm trying to think of what would be the equivalent like in American ways. Like, I guess like Marvel stuff. Yeah, I was about to say if you had like an Avengers movie that like movie. was not in the continuity, but we just threw it out there just to right, exactly. What do we call? Yeah, yeah, like in a, a Marvels versus X Men movie where you have like the main thing, they fight the right. X Men, and then you come back like, wait, where, where's Hugh Jackman or whoever they cast as X Men Wolverine? It's like, well, that's out of its own thing, right? Yeah. Well, because well, it's kind of like, um, well, not quite, but it's it's sort of kind of like, um, the Batman movies now, right? In the Joker movie now, right? Where we oh, have yeah. we're gonna have this new Batman, but then we also have Matt Reeves's thing he's doing over there, and then we also have like the Joker movie, which isn't. You know, it's like, it's not even connected to the Matt Reeves Joker. It's like its own Batman thing over there. Right. Um, but over here we have our main one. You know, like the main, more fantastical yeah. uh, Batman, right? Like It's like the main canon one. Yeah, and, and now, that you, now that I think about it, like, it, this is... I guess it's not that weird, because I feel like it's a thing that's kind of always happened. Like, you had Batman animated series, you had Batman Beyond, you had, like, you know what I mean? It was like all these mm-hmm. different... Batman storylines that weren't really connected in any significant way, but like it wasn't really an issue. So, right, a Pokemon kind of did that, I think. Yep. Right, you could uh, say that, yeah, because you know when they're on the Orange Islands and in the TV show, and they stop the world from global climate oh, change because yeah. of <laughs> yeah. Lugia and all the other ones. Right, yeah. they never go. Hey, remember when you saved the world by fighting the three <laughs> legendary birds? And He's then like, the legendary... bro, you suck as a trainer. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> and just getting punched out by like a primate or like a fucking <laughs> right uh, yeah um and same thing right he like i think in like i mean literally the like, pokemon movie he like saves the world from you two i think like <laughs> yeah, right, exactly exactly and then he just goes back to be like now nah, i'm gonna go back to eating beans in the woods yeah. <laughs> what's up pikachu <laughs> we're hanging out Right, yeah, uh, exactly, right? And yeah, right. they're like, oh no, r- r- uh, uh, Team Rocket took over a, a hospital, right? And it's like, oh no, it's Infirmary Ward. And then, and then there's just like different levels to it. But they never mention like, dude, you fucking beat Mewtwo, right? They're just like, oh yeah. So I guess, <laughs> yeah. I guess it's like one of those things that just, 
it's not until right now that I look back and I was like, oh yeah, wait, that did happen. With yeah, we do that I all the time, that. actually. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, all those direct to DVD movies, they're just like, oh yeah, I guess. Right, and then we never really talked about it on the show. <laughs> and now that I think about it, well, no, well, I guess I don't know. I don't know much about the Digimon movie. I know that it was three movies spliced into one, and I do think that that those do fit, and they do mention stuff from the movies in the show. So I think that's one where the movies are a little bit more uh, integrated. But there's literally only one. Also, can I just say that when I boot up Crunchyroll, um, and like the first time I booted it up. Uh, it had like a recommend. It has like just like a recommended for you, and it's just like random popular shows. But fucking one of them is Digimon. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like is, this, is this shit still going, or are you just trying to show it to me, even though it's done? Like, I, I need to I figure that believe, out. Believe, <laughs> I believe they remade the first like episode, series? like the first season series. Yeah, the first like yeah when the kids were over there. But I I, I skimmed it because I was like, ooh, I would love to see it like remade like the same plot points and stuff right and i watch it and they fucking do like mega transformations in like episode five and i was like what the f- no no <laughs> that's not how this works man we have to wait like 20 episodes and then we gotta get another 20 right it's like like i it, it's weird it's interesting to see for me because i i look back at the first season and the second season and it it's like one of those things where you watch them, and you you know in your mind you're just like, oh, these are just cartoons. You know, they're just animated. Like you know, you watch them as a kid. But then they really did teach me a lot in terms of how to properly do like level storytelling. Like, not level right. like level, but like literally levels. Like this level is champion when beats that one. You know, like rules, like rule based fantasy. Right. I learned a lot f- from Digimon, and so it's interesting for me to be like, it was cool. It's kind of like it's like the Avengers, right? Where like the the MCU where the only reason that Cap picking up a hammer is awesome is because you spent 20 movies saying that nobody else could, right? Right, right. And so I feel like, you know, probably some kids MCU is, or some kids Digimon is the MCU, but I feel like it's the same for me where like if you try to come in and be like, oh my God, he did the ultimate move on episode two. I'm like, what? Well, then what am I... Where, where's the drama? Where's the stakes, right? If Cap picks up the shield in Avengers 1, it's like, oh, cool. I didn't know he could do that. I just met him a movie ago. <laughs> cool. Right. right. One thing, uh, and, and I can either talk about it now or I can get into it later, but I also uh, caught up on, or am catching up on uh, My Hero Academia, which I believe I mentioned when, it, when I was watching it before. But... Um, you mentioned the rules, and it's funny because, like, uh, it, that's one thing it does pretty well is it sets up, like, uh, you, this main character has, like, all these rules that he's basically having to follow, for lack of a better term. But uh, overall, story-wise, like, they're literally students getting used to their powers. Like, they are trying to become heroes. There's, like, a whole part in one of the seasons where they're like, all right, so, you know, you we've been doing this. Like, you've un usually or unnaturally like you've run into some into some real villains which we wouldn't have expected by this point um but anyway so like so you've done some training you've had some real experience uh but like ultimately all of you guys need to come up with like your special move basically like like you need to figure out like the most 
uh, peak version of what your power can be in one moment. And it's just mm-hmm. cool that, like, that's a thing in the show. It's not just like they have it. You know what I mean? Like, they're not just, like, right, right. whipping out the special move every time you see them. It's like, no, we're going to, like, literally have a whole section of the show where people are trying to figure out what their move should be. I'm like, that's just kind of like, like you said, it's it's like setting up some rules, um, you know, and like the story is better because we've set up these rules and now we're paying off here. Um, right. Yeah. All right. Real quick though. Digimon, just cause I, I looked it up. All right. So, uh, in from March 6th, 1999 to July 20th, 2002, which is mm-hmm. just over 99, 2000, 2000, yeah, two, just over four years. Wait, what, you, what year did you say? 99 to 2002? It's like three, yeah. two and a half, right? For well, you have all of 1999, all of 2000, oh. all of 2001, and then 2002. So I think it's four, right? Does that sound yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, no, no, you're right. It's three because it, I'm cutting off 2002. Okay, so about about three years. Um, they released one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine movies, bro. <laughs> they were fucking... In Japan? Pumping them out. Uh, I don't... I guess... I didn't yeah, say where they're um, where they're released, but it does. I mean, some of them I'm sure are just in Japan, but yeah, nine of them in, in three years. Damn! <laughs> well, so they were like, struggling with the Iron Hot. They were like, "Let's do it." <laughs> and speaking of Digimon, so I, um, so it's I always prefer the show of, of Digimon more than Pokemon, just because I feel like Pokemon. I mean, I, I feel like Digimon was more like. Uh, I don't know if serious is the word I want to use, but like stakes is high. Like, like, yeah, (laughs) it's like, um, you know, the TV guides, like the the TV ratings, like the Y and Y7. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's like more like Y7 and Pokemon's more like Y, right? Like it's just a little like, mm, like it'll put like PG and G, right? Like just like it's PG and then Pokemon's G. And I just, Pokemon, I always, even though they did, there was like an overall story, it felt much more like monster of the week and Digimon was much more serialized. And I like, I drew, I found myself drawn more to that. Right. Even though there was little missions every episode, it was it felt like it was always going toward something. Right. Um and so what was I going with this? Oh, so I watched um I watched as a kid season 1 after it came out, but I watched season 2 like as it was coming out every Saturday. Okay. And so of course I'm like, wow, this is incredible. And then the finale hits and you're like, wow, they beat the bad guy. And then the, the season one or two are pretty much connected. They're one long story. And then after that, three and whatever onward are their own thing. And I was like, wow, incredible. And so then this past like a week or a month ago, they had two, they had like some sort of movie in theaters. And I was like, well, maybe I should go see it. You know, it looks like they have the original voice and maybe I don't need that much to like go to see it. I just have to have seen season two. And so I looked up, I was like, well, you know, Pokemon rankings, what are the best seasons? And dude, two was always like at the bottom, or they were like, two socks. Dude, was like, I'm like, <laughs> have I been, have I not known my whole life that I, mean, I, I loved trash? <laughs> like the Godzilla movie. <laughs> exactly, right. Exactly. With the uh, fucking, what is it, Matthew Broderick? Matthew Broderick. Although that one, as a kid, even as a kid, right? Even as a kid, you know when movies are good, like Spider Man 2002. Yeah. Even at that, I remember watching, being like, "This something feels off about this." Like, I like the I like the lizard, but there's not there's something that you know there's an extra. It shoots fire out of right? its mouth. That's cool, but <laughs> yeah, like you 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 as a kid, you know when movies are good. If you look back, you're like, "Wow, I like that movie." Like, wow, the Toy Story, right? But not like the cheap ripoff movie because you knew when something was good. 
right? So it's yeah. like you knew. So even then, I was like, "Hey, you knew a bug's life was better than ants, and there ain't no two ways." About exactly, it. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, it, right, right, right. So, so, but this is the first time that I have not felt that way. Where I was like, "I thought two was great. I've been wrong my whole life." <laughs> um, and um, but uh, and so I, I, and I mean, I don't know if you ever watched the movie, but like the movie has a soft spot in my heart. It's a, it's, it's three Japanese movies. And they just mush them together, and then the dub tries to make some sort of overarching thing. And as a kid, I loved it. And then as an adult, I also like it. But I like it because the soundtrack is like 90% ska music, right? So it's like bowling for <laughs> soup, and like. <laughs> what the and fuck? Like... <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, bro? I am, I am not kidding. Go to Twitter, look up. Like a Digimon, the movie, and then followed by the word ska. You know, like the like the, 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 the rock music with trumpets. And, dude, it's... I like those songs in the... <laughs> Stop it, bro. Like, oh, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Right, bro, yeah. Yep, there we go. The, Digi- <laughs> the Digimon movie... All right. The, the, the first article. The Digimon movie had a ska, a ska soundtrack that still... Dot, dot, dot. Absolutely slaps. I knew that's what it was going to slap. Dude, oh, bare naked ladies. The very, first, <laughs> the very first tweet. I'm retweeting it right now. It says... It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a prompt. And it said, what was the first movie that assured you it was okay to be who you are? Right? And somebody quote tweeted it and said, Digimon the movie taught me it was okay to like Ska. <laughs> Bro. All right. Listen. Oh, man. All right. Songs on the soundtrack uh, or artists. Uh, Less Than Jake. Never heard of them. Smash Mouth. Fat Boy oh, yeah, Slim. Yeah, yeah. Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> yeah. The Bare Naked Ladies. They had one week. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! What are we doing? The mighty mighty boss tones. Don't know what the fuck that is, but it sounds ridiculous, bro. Whew, what is this movie? Why is why is this the music that's in the Digimon movie? Um, <laughs> but I watched it at a young age. I was like, this is great music. I love. <laughs> I have all of those songs on my phone on like my iTunes. I listen to them regularly. Oh god, uh, bro. <laughs> so you're telling me people? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, we sh- we talk shit about the, the, the Dragon Ball Z Linker part. <laughs> no, okay, and that's another thing. So, like, we talk shit about him, but I 100% know the song. Oh, God, what was the Linkin Park song that I know from it? From those, oh. um, what are they called? Uh, oh. anime music videos? AM- yeah. AMVs? AMV, yeah. Have you seen. There's like that click. Oh no, it's not the click. click oh yeah, else. it's in the Smithsonian or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Linkin Park. No. Uh, so you're telling me there's versions of that, just like Digimon Scavenge. But the thing is, they're not even they're not even edited together. It's literally just clips of the fucking movie. It's <laughs> like imagine the Dragon Ball Z movies on, and all of a sudden Linkin Park really starts playing. Like what the. Fuck? The crazy thing is, like, who, who, like, in this time of age, you would think, so you, so looking back, you would, you look at Linkin Park and people sort of, it should be, I think, and I remember I, um, when Chester passed away, I read an article that said that it should be looked back on in the way, in the same way that people look back on grunge in the sort of change, like the overnight change of sound, right? And we've talked about right. before about how, like, you know, uh, 9-11 killed new metal, but... 
Um, I'm surprised that whoever did the music for this wasn't like, there's Linkin Park. Literally, I think to this day, one of the biggest albums, best-selling albums of the 20, of like the 2000s. Like from, it came out in 2000 and it sold like 11 million copies or something insane. That they didn't go, no, I don't want the easy pick music. I want ska. And they're like, ska? And they're like, yes, rock music with trumpets. <laughs> oh, man. Whew. And what's even funnier is that when you look up like, all right, so I was looking up just Digimon um, in, in the Wikipedia, and it says that, like, basically the guy that was making it, um, at the time he was making it, American comics were beginning to gain popularity. And so, therefore, like, he wanted to make his characters look, like, stronger and cooler. Whereas, like, you know, like, Pokemon, you have, like, a lot of cutesy stuff. You know what I mean? Like, oh, mm-hmm. it's cute. Uh, whereas this is like, no, nah, we're trying to make them like heroes. You know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And it's hilarious that he somehow simultaneously will be like, I want like my monsters to look badass. Like, blah, blah, blah. He's like, all right, so here's the thing. There's Linkin Park out here, but I'm not doing that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm going to have these badass monsters fighting to All-Star by Smash Mouth. <laughs> the song that? that most famously works in a movie called Shrek, bro. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Uh, like that, the one song. But dude, like in the context, dude. Uh, like as a kid, you couldn't tell me shit, dude. Whenever the the, the they're like, you have to get to the other place. Like, I'll get there. It's been one week. Since like, they're like, yes, let's go. <laughs> What the fuck is Digimon, oh, bro? Have you seen? Did I send you that meme that it was like a tweet that it was? Um, it was like this is an actual screenshot from the Digimon movie, and it was like, it was like, uh, hey guys, the government tried to do all its best they could. The nuclear bomb is still on the way, or something like that. <laughs> no, I <haven't> seen. <laughs> and as a kid, I was like, what is that bomb? And they're like, oh, it's a nuclear. Bo- There's, <laughs> no. dude. Well, Digimon when you're when you're around thirty years old, you're gonna watch this movie called Oppenheimer, right? and you're gonna bring that back to you. <laughs> to Digimon, so that way you fully understand the consequences of their actions. <laughs> There's literally a nuclear bomb in Digimon the movie. Oh man, what is what is that? Um, what is it? Oh gosh, where, uh, he doesn't say. I'm trying to find it. It's like he doesn't say. Um. God damn it, I'm not going to be able to find it. But anyway, so I also found this other one. It's like a tweet. I'm sure you've seen it. It's like a meme where it's like, it shows like Pokemon evolutions and it's like the Digimon evolutions. Yeah. I just sent it to you. It's like, well, it would make sense. And then Digimon is just like, no. Just <laughs> yeah, gonna... it's cat. Cat to cougar to lion. And it's cat to dinosaur to gatling gun fridge. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. Whew. That made yeah. no sense I, too. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Gatling gun fridge is more badass than the uh, than the lion, so I think they got what they were going for. But like, I would say that that's the one thing I didn't like about it is because in Pokemon you can kind of go like you know like you go oh that makes sense right uh, there, there's little... coughing and then there's wheezing <laughs> yeah money in the bank extra one uh, but yeah it's like two more or no mm-hmm. one more yeah and then fucking uh, Ekans which is snake backwards turns into Arbok mm-hmm. which is a cobra which is cobra backwards fucking... cobra backwards but it's like a little bit bigger right yeah like, it's oh, got the cool, hood right? it's got the hood and on and Digimon just like... never made any sense it was like it'd be a bird and then it or it would be like a, a cat 
creature, and then it became an angel woman. Also, like, like eh? Pokemon had like straight line evolution charts, and basically what I'm looking at on this Digimon, and it's less like a tree and more like a bush. Like it just everything can <laughs> kind of turn into everything else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus. But in my mind, when I was a kid, it made sense to me. So like. Oh man! If you look up Digimon Evolution Chart on Reddit, it's fucking wild. Like I don't, I don't know what the fuck goes on here, bro. Who can make sense of this, bro? All right, listen. We got different borders for things. We got different lines. We have dotted lines, dashed lines, and straight lines, all connecting different. It's wild. It's color coded. It's out of control. Um, oh gosh, where where would it be? I literally looked, I googled Digimon Evolution Chart, then I went to Images, and it's like the third one. It's from Reddit. Bro, this fucking, this is so in-depth. <laughs> Whew. There is, um, a, in, in season two, he, one kid just asks the other kid that he really, or the, the Digimon to evolve, and he keeps pestering about him that he becomes like a skull dragon instead of the regular version. So just, oh, be, just that's why it's like, oh, it's like, oh, Okay. <laughs> uh, if you annoy the shit out of me, I, I, I'm like a I'll demon. Do a it's like these rules make no sense. I really Oof. wanted to find that one because it's like I can't fucking find it because people were like, I can't believe this is an actual screenshot in this movie. If I find it later, I'll send it to you. But yeah, so oh, I think I see it. I think I see it. Um, is it originally a little orange dinosaur? <laughs> Yeah, it's Agumon. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, hold on. And it can I'm... either become Metal Greymon or it becomes Bro, Skull so... Greymon. All right. Whew. All right. This this is coming to you in Facebook Messenger just so we can see it. Boy, this is this is not great content for the podcast. So I'll give a fuck. <laughs> I have to post all these <laughs> on Thursday. <laughs> all right. You said it's coming through on on uh, Facebook Messenger. Facebook so it, it, you're gonna be able to see that we have like. The different fucking lines and color codes, which is going to be over the top on on its own. But then you're also going to see that shit you're talking about with the, the fucking dinosaur. Also, just you know that dinosaur has like four versions, dog. Like, it's not just those two. He's got a lot. Um, oh, here it is. I found it. I found the tweet. I'm sending it to you now. While, that, while your thing comes over. Oh, man. So what you're telling me is I need to go on a Crunchyroll and I need to uh, I need to I need to start watching Digimon. Is what you're Season me. one, I think once your kids reach a certain age, I think it would be cool to see them watch it. Right, look, I'm gonna, here. This might, I, you know, it's like the 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 Jay Cole meme was like before we before we die. Does anybody have want to admit they have a crush on me? I'm gonna. It's like me holding on my arms like that. I'm like, look, before anybody cancels me. I learned more about good and evil from Digimon than I did from the Bible. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's sort of set on my end. Oh yeah, I got it. Yeah. So yes, exactly the- right. <laughs> yes. So I can either have the metalhead or I can turn it to like a goddamn bone demon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, Incredible. and he usually always went to the one to the left. And then the left, you see the little dash line. It's like yep. it could be if you put him in a bad mood, it'll become the <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you piss him off, then he turns into this. <laughs> God. Uh, Alright. Did you see the tweet? Yeah, I did. The nuclear bomb. <laughs> <Is that a laughs> Just... is in the Pentagon's computers. Woo. 
shit. Oh, man. All right, but yes. Yeah, so I remember... Well, one more thing, one last thing. I remember when Age of Ultron came out, the second Avengers movie, right? And it's Age of Ultron, right? And he's like in all the computers and stuff. And I remember telling people, and I sounded like an insane person, because I was like, no, you don't understand. What they needed to do was they needed to have a sequence like they did in Digimon the movie where <laughs> Diaboromon takes over the eastern seaboard and he shows up on all the computer screens and stuff. And people are like, we don't know what you're saying. What do you <laughs> like, you... you need to have a, a, a show that it's not just the Avengers being attacked. Show that it's like he's like taking over the internet around the world. You need to have like stakes. And they're like, yeah, but what is this New York Diaboromon? What are you, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> English motherfucker, do you speak it? That's <laughs> bro. Please look at the one I just sent you. Right, this is the last one that I got to talk about. All right, so this is it starts as a little stone happy guy, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. On the left, it can turn into a snail and then into a monkey with sunglasses. What is that? <laughs> or 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 uh, an, uh, a sad teddy bear? What is happening? <laughs> or RoboCop? Do you see Robo? <laughs> And I'm, okay, so you see the, the monkey on the left? Yeah. That's Etmon, and it's pretty much, he does an Elvis impersonation. So he does, Stop like, hey, thank you very much. No, he's like, he's <laughs> the third main villain of the series. He's a villain? <laughs> yeah, he's like a main major villain. He's like, he's like the big, big bad. He's like the second big bad of the series. Uh, the fucking <laughs> Elvis the third monkey, big bad, bro? And then the third big bad is like a vampire in my oldest mind, and he's actually really cool. He's actually like the the main villain, and he's actually like he's like the sort of Dracula. So that makes sense. But then, and then the final villains are four like uh, horsemen. One of them is a puppet. One of them is a clown that I think looks a lot like Pennywise. One of them is like a giant dragon, and then one of them is like a sea dragon. All right. Yeah. Oh, so bro, they, I yeah. see the vampire. By the way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, my Otis Mon. Yeah, yeah but, but 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 why RoboCop? That is clearly <laughs> RoboCop, right? Like, like there's no doubt that RoboCop should have sued for fucking Rocky intellectual property. <laughs> I'm sure that Presley family would have probably sued if they would have known what the fuck was going on. <laughs> You're telling me, a st- and, and, and you can t- I don't know if you can tell, but it's not just a monkey. It is a stuffed animal monkey. You see, you see that line across his head. It's a stu- uh, it's a giant stuffed animal monkey that does an Elvis impersonation. He's a big bad, <laughs> and he's he's the second big bad. What? Yeah. What is Digimon, bro? I'm posting this, and I want everybody to just fucking have this out. This like you're uh, you're reading to go along with the episode. You're gonna see. You're going to see the regular dinosaur with the tiger stripes mm-hmm. turn into a giant fucking bone monster. And then you're going to see this cute little rock monster go from fucking to a crazy slug that looks like it should be in Futurama. And then <laughs> it looks like a Futurama Gary the Snail combo. And then <laughs> and then that turns into the stuffed uh. monkey Elvis impersonator villain. And then also in other distinct areas can also turn into RoboCop. Um, I just I can't get over that it's clearly RoboCop. Like it's not even <laughs> remotely not RoboCop. Like, like I hope the Digimon's name is RoboCop. Like I hope it's just straight up and like no, like you said, the, somebody brought it to them and they're like, "Hey, do you see they're stealing this?" And they're like, "What the fuck is this?" Bro? Like I don't give a shit. 
Uh, the four dark masters. One of them is um, the the one of the bad ones is so it's a clown one, but I don't know why they named it this. It's Piedmon, so it's Pi P I E D M O N. Oh, you don't know why they called him that? You don't think it has anything to do with the fact that clowns be throwing pies in motherfuckers' faces, bro? It has oh. to be it. Oh my god, it has right. to be right. <laughs> oh brother, this guy! They're gonna be like Clownmon, Piedmon, bro. That has to be why they came up with it. <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah, so that's been the Digimon deep dive, the Digimon <laughs> the, hour, the, the, the fucking the secret base Digimon Digi- episode. I have a Digimon tattoo. I have it's the crest. Are you serious? It's like a little star. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah, it's like a, it, it's not like the it's not a it's not it's RoboCop. This whole time I had RoboCop on my foot. <laughs> and people were like, "Oh, why'd you get a RoboCop tattoo?" <laughs> First of all, fuck it's you. It's not that Peter Digimon. Weller, okay? <laughs> oh god, uh, Andromon, bro, because mm. he's an android or something. Yeah, oh, some man. of those I'm like. But yeah, my, mine is just it's um. So each each of the kids had like a different crest, which is like a, a like a sigil, like a symbol. And one of them, the main kid, had like is like a star with like little circles around it. And so I just thought I've always thought it looked cool, um, in my life. So word, Robocop uh, on my leg, exactly. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> He's seen some shit. Oh god. Whew. All right. Yes, that's that's Digimon. Yeah, it's Digimon. Neither of us have watched Digimon in the past year. Uh, no, no, yeah. Just, like I said, I tried. I was like, ooh, maybe I should start the new one. Got like, I was like, let me skip to episode five, watch two minutes. I was like, yeah, this isn't it. I'm okay. Oh, Jesus. Why? <laughs> I just looked at the Google Doc. God damn. <laughs> Digimon deep dive in scope. <laughs> Well, it just reminds me, so when I'm doing the Instagram caption, I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, that's right. Digimon and Scott. It's been one week since you heard the episode of the podcast. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Do you, what do you use? Do you use Spotify or do you use Apple I Music? I do use Spotify. All right, then I'm going to send you. I'm sure somebody's made a playlist of the Digimon movie. But I might be able to find it. Hold on. Digimon movie soundtrack. Let's see if this motherfucker... So it's not, it's not going to be on there as a... It'll be a playlist that somebody made. Okay. Oh, there it is. Yeah. 2,475. Oh, just so you know, Digimon the movie, music from various artists, is literally an album on here. Bro, all right, hold on. There's a grayed out song, okay? There's a grayed out song, which I assume means for whatever reason, maybe licensing reasons, they aren't allowed to do it, they just want to put it on there. But there's a song called Digirap, and I... Fucking curious. Oh, yeah. It plays over the opening credit sequence. Oh, man. All right. So, did you hear? All Star by Smash Mouth. The Rockefeller Skank by Fat Boy Slim. Kids in America by Len. One Week from Bare Naked Ladies. Sounds great. Um, Nowhere Near. Summer Camp. Spill Show Off. I don't know most of these, but uh, I guess I'm going to have to listen to this. (laughs) Just be like. Man, that's a wild soundtrack. Bro, can you imagine... Can you imagine all the hype that was around the Black Panther soundtrack and if they'd have just fucking put that out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
like, oh man, Kate what if it's like, presents got, it's just a fucking uh, Digimon Scott. <laughs> oh god. Uh, and Kendrick Lamar's in Ludwig Goranson's office. More trumpets! More trumpets! God damn it. You know what wouldn't be out of place at all? That fucking future verse, bro. Naughty, naughty. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, they'd fit right that in, bro. Just, you just wouldn't even have to re-record, bro. They'd just uh, transfer that fucking verse out. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. All right, so... So, is there... Yeah. Now that we've uh, yeah, talked so, about Digimon for, like, an hour. <laughs> yeah, I'll wrap up my what we've been watching real quick. Um, uh, So, I did... Uh, I watched uh, The Hunger Games, the new one. And it was, uh, it was pretty good. It's a little long, but I think if you're a fan of the series... I think it's like everybody who I've talked to who's like a, who is like a teen fan of the first ones like loves this one. I okay. thought it was pretty good. I thought you know a couple things here or there. Um, I thought the structure was a little funny. Have you ever seen the movie Casino Royale? James Bond. Yeah, yeah. So you know how that movie, you know, they have the card game, right? And then it mm-hmm. ends, and you know he like they he hits him in his you know he tortures him right, hits him in the balls. Yeah. And then the movie, you think, you're like, the movie's kind of ending. But then there's, like, this whole other sequence afterward where they, like, fall in love and they go to Venice and, like, this whole thing. And yeah. there's a similar thing that happens in this one where, like, the game's, well, spoiler, I guess, maybe, the game's end, but then there's, like, a whole other, like, 45 minutes. And I thought it was so cool. I was like, oh, this is, like, Casino Royale. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Hunger Games, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, pretty good. Um, I watched the Harley Quinn show, still going on on HBO Max. Fun stuff. It's just cool because... DC has just basically let them do whatever in like a sort of uh, R-rated sandbox arena. So motherfuckers get like fucked up and they do like jokes about characters that I, I just don't ever see somebody like Marvel ever doing. Like Disney would never allow something like this. So it's cool right. that, you know, that we have this sort of outlet for them to be able to do this in a rated R way. Um, where it can be violent, they can say fuck, and they can do like basically anything. But without without leaning too much on a crutch of being like, isn't it crazy that they're saying this? But it, in a in a very sincere, like, cool way that they're saying this, right? Right. Um, and then uh, Gen V, you watched The Boys, right? Uh, I watched the first season, and then I started the second season, and I thought it like it was very weird tonally, and I mm-hmm. did not continue. Yeah, I think this. It, it, it's obvious that Amazon is going to put all the money into the boys. It's like one of their biggest shows. Mm-hmm. But I do think this is... The first season was... I don't know if I want to say better. Because I did think the boys season 3 was great. But I think... I found myself liking these characters way more. Okay. Um, there isn't anybody... There are at least like three or four people on this show... That I like better than anybody in the boys. right? Because sometimes I'm watching yeah. the boys and I'm like... Who do I like, right? Like, I don't... I guess Huey, maybe? Starlight, yeah. But, like, everybody else, I'm like, I don't, like, like you. Like, I don't like Butcher, right? Like, I, we talked about here before, where I'm like, I, I hate that he... Hey, what's up, bitch? What's up, Collins? I'm like, I fucking hate you. You are the protagonist, and I do not like you, right? Right. Um, And everybody's just so gross, right? Everybody's just right. a piece of shit. And so, it's nice to have a show where even though there are, like, there is, like, some wild shit... Um, and some gooey, gross people, it's nice that there are at least, you know, three or four people who are at least nice people. So it's nice to watch it. And not that every show needs to have it, but I'm just, you know, it's nice to have, I'd be excited to see these characters go over to the boys and vice versa. Okay. 
Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's it. And then I went to the Doja Cat concert and it was fun and yeah, it was a good time. And yeah, that's, um, that's pretty much it. That's, that's the, what we've been watching. Good deal. Oh, so, no. Did you have anything else? Uh, no Nazi paraphernalia at the, uh, at the fucking Oh, no, Doja nothing Cat like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no feet pics for sale? Um, no, no, I, I, I was surprised at how packed it was, I guess. I don't know. I, I thought it'd be like. Maybe like a couple empty seats, but I was like, God damn, it's actually kind of full in here. I mean, and then uh, it was such a eclectic mix of people. Like there were like goth dressed people, and then there were like people like in like jerseys and like like uh, it's a very interesting mix of people who go. And I was there, so I was like, wow, I feel like maybe you know, it's like wow, these people are so weird. And I'm like, wait, I'm here too. So <laughs> have I ever um, told you? Have I ever told you a story about my mechanic at, uh, at my last job? The mechanic in the back. Uh, getting drunk on lunch. Have I mm, ever? No, Carl. All right, it's the way you said that. Were you like these people are fucking weird? But see, you had the self awareness to be like, I am here also, so I am also a weird person. All right, so my mechanic in my last in my last job, the mechanic that worked with us, he uh, he he got drunk on lunch um, with our boss, uh, and then he came back to the shop and like he was just very clearly drunk. And so, like, my, my boss told him he had to leave. Like, because you can't be drunk at work. And I'm like, so you're right. telling him to drive drunk, like, to get out? <laughs> it's like, at that point, it's not my responsibility. Yeah, exactly. That's basically what happened. Um, but what killed me was the very next day, where he came in and he was like, yeah, like, he's like, so I, uh, after I left here, I went to the strip club um, in, like, Greensboro. <laughs> And this is like 1.30 p.m., like broad-ass daylight. He said he went to the strip club, and he was like, you know what? It's a bunch of fucking weirdos in the strip club at 1.30 p.m. <laughs> and I straight up was like, bro, you were one of the weirdos. <laughs> you were there. He was like, nah. And I was like, yes. <laughs> you could have gone home. Yeah, so that, that killed me. You were like, it's a lot of weird people. But I was one of them, so maybe, and I was like, that's the self-awareness that my mechanic at my last job did not have. Bro. He was like, <laughs> I brought a bunch uh, of fucking weirdos in there. <laughs> I was literally like, there's everybody here. These are people who are so weird. Like, why are they here? And I'm like, oh, wait, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> oh, it me. Um, <laughs> Whew. Yeah, now that, that killed me just now. Um, but yeah, so uh, what I'm, uh, the only other thing I got was, uh, like I said, I'm catching up on My Hero it's it's still really good, so um, if that's anything that would interest you or you heard about it, I definitely recommend it. Um, mm. yeah. No, yeah, I mean, I have heard it. That one's one I've heard as well. Um, I always hear people talk about it. I think, who was it? I think it was Megan The Stallion. They asked her on the red carpet. They're like, ooh, you know, what's some animes you really liked? And I think that's one that she mentioned she really liked this year. But she was like, oh, I've watched so many. I love them. But she, like, I think she's a big um, anime fan, so yeah. I think she, that's the one that she named or that she, like, called out by name as one of her favorites this year. Yeah, and you're going to get some people that are like, man, like, I don't know, just because it is, like, one of the mainstream popular ones right now, and people like to shit on mm-hmm. those. You know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they like to get like, There was a guy... Yeah, there was a guy this week that was like, is it is it finally time that I can say Across the Spider-Verse was ass? And I was like, oh, man. Uh, oh, this is what we're doing? <laughs> I mean, dude, you might not like it, right? You might be like, not my cup of tea. Like, for example, BoJack Horseman. Like, I never, I, I tried to watch it. I've I tried like, to watch that show like two or three times. I just cannot yeah. get into it. 
I can't get into it right. It, I don't like the style. I don't like the humor. I'm just like, not my thing. But I would never be like, it's ass. I'd be like, it's not my thing. Like, it's clearly really good because a lot of people like it. But yeah, I'm not going to I don't like Tupac. It... But, I'm yeah, not going to exactly, say yeah, he's exactly. a dog shit. But I, I'm, exactly. I don't right. like most of his music. Right. So people, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, people are probably just hating on My Hero Academia, uh, Academia right? Yeah. Um, because they just like, oh, well, it's popular. You know, I like indie, uh, you know, underground anime. You know, yeah, I like the slice of life, uh, fucking yeah. But I, there's a whole all right. So there's a there's a whole genre of anime called slice of life, and it's literally just like regular ass people doing regular ass shit. And I'm just like, why are we watching this, bro? <laughs> <laughs> like it's literally like, there'll be absurd motherfuckers doing the laundry, and I'm like, what are we doing? Um, not my cup of tea. Uh, but anyways, uh, but yeah, my hero good uh that's another one the dub is considered good uh some people um opposite of of uh fire force where like people are like you know sub and dub are good and they're like but there's one character whose voice acting in the dub is like top tier and so like some people will recommend the dub just to hear that guy's voice um Mm -hmm. opposite of that there's one character in the sub um that they say like is it just puts in like a killer performance and like you should listen to that version just for him. Um, my problem was I originally started watching it as a dub and now like it just I know like I don't know if this makes sense. I I watched like a two seasons maybe uh, when it first mm-hmm. came out like forever ago on dub. It's been like three two years maybe since then and I started to watch it now, but I still know like in my head what I expect their voices to sound like. So I, I can't uh-huh. I can't do the sub. Like I tried it and I was like, this is weird. And so I just switched Yeah, it I feel I feel like that'd be the same with me like watching like something like even if they were like, dude, there's a new Digimon series and it's the original characters and it, they're basically just remaking the first season like sh- like scene by scene, shot by shot. But it's only sub. I'd be like, I just can't do it, right? Because in my mind, I could just hear those kids from when I was a kid, and I know there's no way of them getting them. You know, twenty years later, they don't. They're not going to sound the same. Right? Hey. Not that they were kids, but it's you know, voice actually. <laughs> Baronimon is in the Pentagon's computers. <laughs> <laughs> Robocopmon, no. <laughs> Robocopmon. Uh, hey, cab mom. Um. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, yeah, I just, I recognize, I already know in my head what they should sound like. Um, but I may, I may try and, like, find a spot where that one character talks a decent bit in a good moment and then, like, mm-hmm. listen to both just to see. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, so sub or dub, both of those are considered uh, good good quality. Um, nice. So. Nice. But yeah, uh, that's all I've got. Um, any other, yeah. we'll do this last one real quick. Yeah, that yeah. Work for you? I was gonna say, I was like, yeah, I, I, no, I didn't have any other topics. I was trying to think. I was like, anything else happened? I was like, I guess not. I guess it's been kind of quiet, like news wise or basketball wise or football wise. It's just kind of like getting in the in the home stretch of the football season. So I'm sure we'll have something to talk about in a few weeks. But right now, it's kind of like, well, let's, let's see how things shake out. But right. I did want to touch on the fact that you know it's officially after Thanksgiving, so it's Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just wanted to see if you had any like Christmas movie suggestions for people or. Um, or if there's any go-tos that you go to every Christmas. Yeah, so I'm going to stick with the basics, all right? Like, mm-hmm. um, uh, I mean, I, it, so this started as like a joke, but now it's a thing I do. 
which is that like Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It's not really a Christmas mm-hmm. movie, but it takes place on Christmas, so I watch it now. And also, I was yeah. the guy like, no, it's a Christmas movie, bro. I knew damn well it's not, but I was just going to make that because <laughs> I felt like it. And it's just a funny thought to consider Die Hard a Christmas movie. Um, mm. uh, also, like me saying, like, it's lit. Like, I do it as a joke, and now, like, now I'd really be saying it. Um, but anyway, so uh, Die Hard. Uh, and then, like... Um, we talked about, uh, I'm trying to think of a, we haven't talked about it, I don't, or maybe we have, but like, there's all the famous Christmas songs, right? Mm-hmm. But then like, you know how good something has to be to become a classic, like, when it's well more modern, which is to basically say, All I Want For Christmas For You by Mariah Carey is like, so fucking 10 out of 10 that like, Every other Christmas song is, like, some fucking, like, Frank Sinatra shit. And it's like, mm-hmm. now nah, we're just going to bring in that Mariah Carey and nobody's going to say shit because it's a banger. Um, so it's, like, like, the last classic, right? Right. It's, like, the last, like, the latest. And so my Christmas movie version of that is Elf mm-hmm. with Will Ferrell. It's fucking, it's just an absolute classic. It's great. I was just going to say that. I There's was just nothing gonna say that. I... fucking bad about yeah. it. <laughs> Go mm-hmm. ahead. Oh no! I was just gonna say that there was a tweet this week about somebody who was like that was that's like the last movie that came out that's like a like a certified like Christmas classic kind of yep. like how you were saying about Mariah Carey. Yep. So Elf is just fucking amazing. Um, it's funny. It's not like man. I all right. So it's, it does the fucking Will Ferrell thing, which is that like it's it's a pretty good movie. It's got like some of the dumbest comedy, but like it all works. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like like I. I don't know what it is about Warfare. Maybe I'm just a child, but like, uh, bro, half the shit in in, I don't know what separates it. Like, I don't know what separates half the shit that happens in Step Brothers or Talladega Nights that that for me makes it go not stupid but hilarious. Because like, there's shit that I I feel like other people could do that same joke, and I'd be like, this is dumb. Like, and mm-hmm. and I would just step mm-hmm. away from it. But like, for some reason. He nails it every time. And he had some of that in Elf, but then he also, like, it, it's a legitimately good movie. Like, it's not just a vehicle for jokes. It's legitimately a good movie. No, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it, it's like, I think all good Christmas ones, when I think, not all, well, they should have a twinge of sadness, right? I think sometimes right. people sort of mistake Christmas movies for these, like, like, supremely, like, saccharine, like, you know, yeah. you know, like I'm a, te- you know, like a teddy bear, like I don't know, like super sweet, like there's an- everything's right with the world. But I think a great Christmas movie, like Die Hard, like Elf, there has to be a certain <laughs> level of like, you know, sadness to it, right? Being like, you know, he's trying to get back his wife, right? He right. chose his job over his wife, or Elf, you know, he's trying to find his dad because you know, um, he, he's never had, he's never fit in, right? There's a certain right. sadness to that, right? Um, and then there's the the holdover, pretty common trope of uh, like people not believing Christmas anymore. Like uh, fucking, you know what I mean? Like that's that's standard in Christmas movies because it does add that twinge of sadness, right? Like you know what I mean? Right. Like oh, Christmas that we all know and love like might go away if you know right. what I mean. So it's like oh, I don't want that to happen. Sad. Um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I think other than Die you know, I think Die Hard, like you said, is you know, one that can or cannot be. But I think even some that try to be like, well, we'll just have a regular movie that takes place during Christmas. And they never stick as classics like Elf does because there's no sort of, I think all great Christmas movies have, uh, like I said, a little bit of sadness 
and a little bit of like loneliness of trying to fit in. I, even like something like um, the holiday. I know I personally don't love the holiday, um, but I know a lot of people who do, and that's like one that's their elf. Um, same thing. It's like two women they switch houses and lives, but it's because they're all they're alone, right? And so that, I think that's what makes one you know even something like elf or even something like what, what did I say the um. Uh, the, the holiday i think people that's what draws you and i think that's what that that's what makes them classic that's what like you said you know that's what makes them go up there with the frank sinatra version movies of christmas. yeah a christmas story uh mm-hmm. national lampoon's christmas vacation um mm-hmm. like those like elf just fits in like yeah. like wait let's put it this way you on christmas day you're like or, or maybe day before christmas whatever you're like trying to watch a christmas movie and you're like let's throw on Violent night. People are like, really? Like, you know what I mean? If you put on Elf, nobody's gonna say shit. I'm gonna be like, yeah, awesome. Like, <laughs> I'm just gonna sit down like, and watch like, Elf. It's like, yeah, like nobody's gonna, yeah, exactly right. Like nobody's gonna be like, oh, I don't want to do that, right? Um, even though that's how I feel about a Christmas story, the movie's trash. Movie's <laughs> <laughs> dog shit. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen it. And I'm like, every time I see, like, I'm like, I just feel like it's kind of like Digimon. To go back to that, where I'm like, <laughs> okay. if I as an adult try to watch, <laughs> if I as an adult try to watch Christmas Story and there's no RoboCop robots, <laughs> then I'm not gonna watch it. No, but I'm saying like, you know, like I grew I, because I watched. The, it when I was it's a supposed kid, to have a twinge of sadness, and not once is anybody under the threat of nuclear warfare. And I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> the Pentagon is untouched. The Pentagon um, is untouched. There's no uh, pending nuclear winter. Uh, I just <laughs> cannot just believe it. Can't relate. <laughs> Couldn't be me. But um, you know, as I watched it as a kid, not my know, Christmas it story. Sense. <laughs> right, it, it, it says the rules make sense. They, the, the villains, you know, good and evil. You know, good people do good things, bad people do bad things, like that kind of thing, right? And I feel like that's how it is with Christmas Story. Where if I watched it as a kid, I, it would be like, oh, I get this. This makes sense to me. Whereas if I watched it now, I'd be like, I mean, like I get it, but like it's not really like something that I click with. At least I think I wouldn't. Um, and I feel like the same with Digimon. Where like if I, as an adult, thirty year old man, was like, I'm gonna start from episode one of the original series and watch it on Hulu. Bro, I'll let you know how it goes because I'm doing it. <laughs> Don't watch the 2020 remake. Watch oh, the original oh, okay, okay, okay. Square Box, you know, <laughs> like, like what is it, 4x3 or yeah, whatever Yeah, the 4x3, just like uh, fucking, God, what is it, Batman versus Superman or whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah, the uh, Justice League, yeah, Just- because of, for whatever reason, yeah. He wanted to have it in a box, whatever. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's like the shape of the mother box. Shut <laughs> up. That movie sucks. I don't care. <laughs> Bro, Digimon um, was so ahead of its time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you see? It's a computer screen, like the digital world. <laughs> uh, but um, I feel like it's the same, right? Where like I just don't want to watch Christmas Story because like it's not. There was a maybe there was a time and place for me to have done that, and although I could be wrong, right? Maybe I'll watch it and be like, you know what? That was actually pretty charming. So, but you want me to tell you I my problem with like it? Finding out. It's, it's my same fucking problem with Star Wars, bro. It's just a slow, fucking boring-ass movie, bro. Like, nothing fucking happens. It's just fucking, we're just sitting around, I feel like. <laughs> like, like wandering in the desert. I've never seen it. Fucking. I'm just like, all I know is somebody's tongue gets stuck. Yep. Red Rider beat And there's like a red rifle. Yep. Yep. And then Santa boots a kid in the face. Uh, also, I know some dogs eat the turkey, I'm pretty sure. And they eat, they, uh, eat their New Year's meal at a Chinese restaurant. Um, see, I don't know. See, I'm just like I don't know. I, I but listen to the movie we just described. Like it's the most fucking stupid <laughs> movie. Like those are the notable moments. Fucking dogs eat the turkey. 
Chris, uh, Christmas dinner at Chinese place, fucking uh, tongue stuck to pole, and what was the Red Rider BB gun? Like, what yeah, is exactly. this movie? This movie's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's terrible. It's dog shit. Um, that's my hot take. Uh, Christmas story, bottom tier, dog tier movie. Oh, man. All right. Elf, though, top tier. 10 out of 10. Would recommend to anybody. Um, watch it on Christmas. Do you I, have Do you have 100% any others that you would agree. like to add? Uh, no, no, that's it. Yeah, Elf. Um, and then. Uh, oh wait, what's the gosh. what's the movie? Isn't there a movie you always recommend for Christmas? Oh yeah, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, the one with Shane Black and Robert Downey Jr. Um, and then, I was uh, just thinking, what's uh, the? Isn't there the one with a uh, fucking? Is it Ryan Reynolds? Oh, Just Friends. Yes, just yes. Friends. There mm-hmm. you go. Yep, those yeah. two. All right, yeah. so Kiss so Kiss Bang Bang. Those are a little bit off. Yeah. You can find people who who are big fans of both, um, kind of like, um, you know, like you were saying, like what was that movie, Violent Night, right? Like I think you you'll find you'll always find people who will recommend both of those as like you should watch this. I probably would say Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I would recommend it more because it is a better movie. Um, yeah. But I think you can't go wrong. Oh, but if both, you grew up, if you grew up with a fucking Comedy Central uh, on in the background, uh, you've definitely seen. Uh, the other one. What's I already forgot about the name of it. What is it? Oh, just friends. Just friends. Yeah, yeah. bro. That mm-hmm. shit. Every Christmas brush. It was on repeat on Comedy Central. Just <laughs> on in the background, bro. I, there's so many movies that I know because they were just repeatedly played on Comedy Central that like I don't know that I would like in any other context. But now I'm like, yeah, I know them. I know the beats. Like, yeah. Fucking. You know what? Well, I want to put a pin in that conversation for next time. That can be one of our topics. In the fact that that doesn't exist anymore. Right. And people, a movie like Shawshank Redemption comes out, people like it. It doesn't, you know, get some Oscar nominations. It sort of does okay at the box office. But it becomes one of the most beloved movies of all time because it plays on TNT literally every single Saturday. Um, Right. Teaser. Cliffhanger. (laughs) Cliffhanger for the next episode. Um, But that's our episode. Uh, If you want to catch me, you can catch me at T-Moneybags on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at EverCastro92 on Instagram. You can catch the podcast at DiffAnimalsPod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us, DiffAnimalsPodcast at gmail.com. As usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we'll catch you guys in two weeks. Later. Peace.